I uh, really had to get out of that mindset, not only that there wasn't enough of anything for anyone, that I was living in a world of not enough as a victim, but moreover, that money bought love and happiness. This is The Playbook. So my journey when I started was in a world of not enough, right? I was a victim. Everything happened to me. Why do they have the nice car? Why can they go to summer camp? Why do they get to, you know, not share two french fries at mcdonald's when they go for the whole family right they get a whole value meal you know why is that fair uh and i learned a definition of happiness though from the world of not enough my definition of happiness became i had to learn to enjoy the consistent every day persistent without quit pursuit of my own potential Not what everybody else thought of me, not laughing at me, not making fun of me, not what I didn't want, not what was missing in my life, but I was going to be determined to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of my own potential. I mean, I remember when I was 13, I got a bar mitzvah. My mom's very Jewish and so made me get a bar mitzvah. I wasn't all into it at all. My siblings were, they're like parents' wet dreams. They went to Harvard, Penn, Columbia, all didn't mind going to to temple or whatever. But I got a watch for my bar mitzvah. It was a real watch. And the kids made fun of me from where I grew up because they're like, that must be fake. And it made me feel so shitty that like, even though I had this great watch that I wanted it so much, I couldn't wear it because I didn't want people to make fun of me because it made me feel shitty about myself that I had no money, that people perceived that if I had something nice, that I wasn't worthy of it. And it was really damaging to me. And so I told myself, you guys are gonna laugh at this, I told myself that someday I'd be so rich that I'd only buy fake watches so everyone would not believe that I would wear a fake watch because I was so rich. So still to this day, all my watches are fake. And I love when, yeah, and I love when all people, unless it's like a Fitbit, right? But like my Hublots, my Patek, all all of my fancy watches are all fake. And I love all these rich mofos that are like, oh, I love your piece, man. I'm like, yeah, man, it's fake. Or one of my favorite things to do at a charitable event when someone's like, oh, I I had a Ferrari Hublot, which if it was real, was worth 250 grand. Guy next to me is like, I love that watch, McKeer. You can have it. And then he went around to the richest people in Newport Beach going, oh, my God, Dave Meltzer gave me a quarter million dollar watch. He's amazing. He's so generous. Then the next morning I called him like, hey, dude, he goes, oh, you want your watch back? I'm like, no, I just want to let you know it's fake. But meanwhile, I got all the great publicity of being so generous with my fake watch. Um, Anyway, 